This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Oh my God. Welcome to The Downside. My name is Jamarco Cerezi. I uh, uh, here with my new box. Your new box. Ooh, I'm cast. Uh, am I like, I feel like I'm spiking it when I talk. I'll just turn you down a little bit. Okay. It's okay. We're recording individual tracks. Okay. I'm here with my new box, and I would like everyone to just be positive. I would like everyone to be positive. I love it. The things I so so uh, uh, Gabe, we 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 had an issue with the last box. One episode was lost, uh, pretty much entirely. We had to pull it from the camera audio, and it was a uh, uh, and it it was truly the box's fault. Yeah. And then I got a new box, and then it wouldn't recognize a memory card. The voicemail I left this company in Australia <laughs> would end would end my everything. Yeah. The I try not to be my father, but I certainly have his propensity for when I feel truly wronged, I will the, the voicemail I left is the kind like if you could leave a voicemail for Adolf Hitler <laughs> and you and all you could do was to make him feel bad yeah. for wronging the Jews. That's the, the intensity that I brought. I said, I said, how can you not support artists? I suddenly became a great artist. Yeah. Do you think it was easier for you to do it because you weren't talking to someone? It was a voicemail? For sure. For sure. And, and I and I was planning. And you weren't worried that that could ever be shared or, <laughs> you know. Well, they called back after I got this new box and I, I, I just hung up. I didn't, I didn't follow oh, through. Wow. It was over. You got it out. And they were in Australia. To be yeah. Like, this is someone far, oh, they were far away. Fuck them. So yeah. I took a lot of extra anger I have towards Australians. I have one thing. The only thing I don't like about the new box is um, I don't like – I liked that the other one had all the lights on. You know? Well, there will be more lights here. I haven't put in all the sound cues. There okay. will be more lights. It was more aesthetically I pleasing. I barely found – figured this out in okay. time. <laughs> it's complicated. It looks good. It does look good. <sighs> Who was the guest that you lost? Uh, Divya – Shut the f- you she had, old she had, she had a very, she had a very long name. last name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but but it was, she was she was she's a taxidermist and and we had we made the smell. So I took her class. She's getting a lot of play on was, all the episodes. <laughs> truly, and it's out of order. I have to yeah. go back because uh, it's 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 a mess. So, but it's not like Mulaney. It's like I got my dream guest. But the point is, it could have been Mulaney, <laughs> yeah. and I made that point in the voicemail several times. Yeah, yeah. I said it could have. It was been either John or John Mulaney that day. This story starts weird, but like I used to host a cancer podcast for this charity. Yeah, and I was interviewing like this father who like lost a child, and we got forty. So minutes. It was a comedy podcast. Yeah, super fun. A lot of riffs, and we got forty minutes in, and I was like. We're not oh. recording. Oh, and he had like told me about like oh really my. serious. Oh God. my We're God. gonna have to start from the beginning. I felt awful. I felt awful. Oh, he was a pro. He was just like, we got it. We'll just start from the beginning. I I talk about this stuff yes. all the time. But I felt horrible. Oh. I think you, you had to be like, all right, let's. He's like, all right, so he's alive again. <laughs> oh my <laughs> no. God. Yeah. I mean, that's brutal. Watch. Yeah. It was I I mean, it it just felt awful. It felt it it felt really awful to the guest. She she was the only guest who ever dressed up. For this podcast, yeah, oh Truly, yeah. When she walked in, I wish I could be in her head just to think, have her go. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought Instagram followers would mean like, you know. Um, I'm in a, I'm in a, you good? This is my co-host, Russell Daniels. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And uh, we're joined today by comedian Gabe Malaga. What's up, guys? Um, Gabe, we'll talk about you in a second. First me. I, <laughs> I, have, a, I have a conundrum that I figured is worth sharing. So I started getting my beard trimmed. Do you do it yourself? I've uh, half and half. Sometimes, depending on how serious the event is. Sure. I've I've never I've never done it on my own. I okay. I just think it would just be just. I mean, you should see my pubes. Mm. They are truly. Do you you manscape? I assume. Yeah. Like, do you think like you do a good job? No. You know, adequate. I've seen what you do with your face sometimes. <laughs> There's got to be some big okay. catches going. The on one down time there. you were talking about, I had to shave before a show, and I didn't have a mirror. So that is why I remember that show. Um, the uh, yeah, you know, but I don't. I've I've I usually have a beard, um, but I have, for the show I've been having to shave every day, and yeah. I don't like it. But I, I it has forced me to when I get a beard again, I probably will be a little more conscious of 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 upkeep. Did you ever go to a barber though? Yeah, yeah, and it, it was nice, but not not regularly. But yeah, it's nice when when they do it nice. You yeah, know? I mean, I got the I got neck. It grows fast. You're you're Jewish, Italian, Italian, Jewish and Italian. Yeah, a bit tough so combo. I used to think I was Italian, Jewish. I, I thought I was hairy because I used to think I was hairy because I was Italian. And then I went on the birthright trip, and we played a game shirts versus skins. And I was like, Oh no, I'm Jewish hair. <laughs> it's more concentrated in the shoulders and the lower back. Oh really? I mean, I don't, I don't. You're hairy all over. I'm hairy all over, but I recently just started to shave. Where I was just like, ah, oh, this is gross. It's time. Where? I just like shaved like my shoulders. Shoulders. You can reach it all. I it was it was new adventure. It was like two days uh-huh. ago. I was like, oh my god, two days. Wow. Yeah. I I've talked about it on the podcast. What are the so chance? What people always love when I do. I have a hairy ass. Do you have a hairy ass? Yeah. Oh yeah. When were you ever self conscious when you were as? I remember in high school. For me, that's what I was like. Oh, what do I? What do I do? Because I and I tried once. Oh. With my Mach three, just in between the cheeks, just again and oh. again, and like it wouldn't stop. Oh. Wouldn't stop. It's bad. I I shaved an eyebrow once because I thought it was too thick in like eighth grade, and oh. people were just like, "Did you shave half an eyebrow?" <laughs> oh my god! Well, you fully shaved it. You didn't trim. I tried to trim, but I had no oh, yeah you know, with scissors just, or a, a, bl- a blade with a, zzz. a zzz. yeah. Oh, I zzzed <gasps> it. Yeah, and it was right before a break, so I was like, "Great!" By the time I get back from break. It'll be back. Uh-huh. I have I don't have thick eyebrows, but I have really long hair eyebrows that sometimes I I when I go to the barber, they'll they'll trim them up. Oh yeah. And if they don't, um sometimes it'll like one will come down and it'll like in the middle of the show, I will I you can't I can't get it back up. So it's just kinda like in my eye the whole time, you know? Um but strays. So I went to this it's it's a barber I've been to a couple times. I like him. Rapport. Uh, uh, affordable, you know, thirty five, and I get the towel on. You like talking get, or no? Uh, not, not really. But I, I'll indulge a little as long as it stops at some point. Mm. It can't be the whole. Well, I, we'll get to the second part of this too because I got so. So basically, uh, he trimmed, and there were a couple, couple nicks, couple nicks. Some nicks. First time. Once it's happened once, maybe one on the neck. He gets the powder, whatever thing you put on there. But this last one was a bloodbath, and I, I and it's that's fine. Little nicks here and there. First of all, I haven't been to enough beard people to be like, 
this just happens? Or are you paying attention? He's always also offering me a whiskey shot before the, the beard. And I'm yeah. like, maybe no more of the whiskey. Yeah. But my conundrum is I got home. I he he cleaned up the back. I look at this shirt. It's the shirt I got from the LCDS yeah. sound system. Yeah, and there's uh, there it's ruined. There's blood on the back. It got on the collar of the shirt. Blood. Wow. Yeah, it's that much like, blood. Yeah, enough that it like it dripped afterwards, and it, it got on the shirt. And it's it's the shirt's done. The LCD shirt's sound done. system is the kind of band where maybe you could pull off some blood. Yeah, LCDS. But it's uh, <laughs> sure. It look it's unseemly. It's okay. And, and I'm it trying. I'm really trying to throw away clothes in general. I'm yeah. trying to upgrade my life to a degree. Yeah. As you can all see from this shit I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know a whether to keep going back because follow up, follow up. So now I'm in Edmonton, Canada. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The heart of comedy. Not a lot of hair. Heart of comedy. And I'm in this mall. They have a gigantic mall complex, second biggest mall in North America. And I'm like, ah, let me go get a beard thing here. Let's do it. No good. No blood, but no good. I said, clean here, messy up here. And I said it like three times to the point where he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, like I was annoying him. I was annoying him with my chest. Yeah, and then he did two. two. Immediately he takes the buzzer, does it clean up here. And the moment he did this, I, I, I went, ah, no, no. Fuck. And and then he like as he did the rest of the beard, he kept trying to convince me that it actually is a better look. And then he asked me like, "Why do you like it messy up there?" This is after he had fucked up already. Yeah. Why do you like it messy up there? And I said, "It's a Jewish thing." He's like, "Really? Is it like a religious?" And I'm like, "No, I just." And he's just trying the whole time trying to convince me that in fact his mistake was a blessing. Yeah. And and I go, you know what? I would have rather had a couple nicks <laughs> than than. And I'm fine with it now. But in the moment, I was like, I do not like this. And uh, it's just that moment you get in the, the chair. You, you, I feel insecure. I'm annoying you. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up again. He brought the razor over. I thought it would be annoying if I said, wait, that, that razor for this? And uh, How close are you to the barber that you go to here in terms of walking? Close. I know, I know things about his family. Oh, close. No, no. I don't, I you know. No, like. like <laughs> Very close. Okay, so it's like, yeah. I, I just wish. I think you should just keep going to that guy. I'm not a good I thing a free, on that person. I want a free trim. That's mm. that's a shirt that was ruined. A thirty dollars shirt, twenty five dollars shirt. I just I want a free trim. I, I understand that. I'm gonna be honest. If uh, if you brought that to me and I was a barber, I would I would think that's fair. I would give you the free thing, but I also wouldn't like you, and I would be I would feel bad. And every time I saw you, I would feel bad about the time that I ruined one of your shirts. And it wouldn't, make, in a way. it wouldn't make me want to see you. So I, I'm just saying it will change the relationship you have with the barber. Um, I think he'll probably agree. I think he'll probably give you a free trim. But I don't think, I don't think he's gonna, you're going to have the same relationship. Change the dynamic. So can, I, can I go back and say, hey, uh, last time, couple of cuts. No. Couple of cuts. <laughs> Doesn't make you, it better if you're not being passive aggressive. But but I want to maybe steady his hand a bit. Is that too much to ask? To not be to not get be bloody? You're gonna get bloody. He's yeah. a bloody guy. He's a Sweeney. He's top. a bloody guy. He's a he's a New York Knicks. <laughs> he's gonna nick you. He's having whiskeys. He might be able. He's getting. He's having whiskeys. Offering you whiskey. That's how much whiskey he has. Yeah. 
I I can't finish this alone. <laughs> you could maybe bring the shirt and be like, listen, I got blood on my shirt. Can you clean me up? Hey, hey, one final use of the shirt. What, what, what if I wear it? What if I wear it and I don't say anything? He goes back there to trim. Okay. He goes, okay, oh, like you have that. some blood here. I like that. Oh. I like that. Because also, if he doesn't say anything, you're like, mm, he's kind of, you know. Uh, maybe I still have the cut. I'll check if I have the cut so we can see it. Maybe you recut yourself. Recut myself. Oh, yeah. Pro wrestler move. Have a little razor blade. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like maybe you come in, shot. Maybe you come in and you say, you say, hey, oh, I'm wearing the same shirt I wore last time. And then you sit down, you know? So you really put into his mind that you were wearing this shirt. He remembers, you know, yeah. maybe he um, – yeah, see what that does. I like that better than the confrontation. I think I need to add a little more detail than I notice I'm wearing the same shirt. Maybe I say, oh, I got a, got a taping tonight. Sometimes I tell him, like, oh, I'm getting a trim because I have something. Oh, have something yeah, yeah. And I go, like, yeah, I got a taping tonight. Wore my lucky shirt. Yeah, always wear it. That's okay. why I'm always wearing this when I'm here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is it. truly the manipulative. Haircut, they put the mirror up. You can. They show you the bet what their work. Uh-huh. You always go. Of course. Yeah. You could be like, "Is that blood?" That's the time when you have a new angle. Oh, this psycho. This is crazy. <laughs> I got like a new you angle, dog. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. this. This works. Yeah. I'm gonna try it. Now, now, what if though he goes? He goes. There's blood in your shirt. And I go. And he calls nine one one. What if he doesn't doesn't take credit? He goes. What happened? Maybe you fell. <sighs> then I'm then I'm really fucked. I gotta prepare. I just gotta be ready. What, what you're gonna confront him then? I'm gonna say, hmm. I don't remember falling on a razor. When was a blade back there? When was the last time a sharp object was at the back of my neck? Uh, all right, I like this. Solution. But do you always get the same guy, or sometimes there's another person it's in there? It's just like his shop. Oh, okay, okay. It's just like his shop. He doesn't have other workers. There's one other, but like it's it's kind you of go to him. him. And, yeah, and you know yeah. we talk about stuff. I, I don't. My barber always pawns me off to someone lesser. Mm, really? I don't think he he. We, I don't talk. He doesn't like you because you came in with a bloody shirt. No, one it's day like a said. very neighborhoody barbershop where it's like the same guys that go. They go literally. They go every two weeks. Like it's their and it's their social time. It's probably the only time they either talk to other men. Like it's like that yes. kind of feeling in yes. there. You don't have to look at each other. And yes, and they got sports on. They got or the news, and uh, they're all neighborhoody guys, and uh, it's very like. You know, New York, like, got going like, into a character. Like, a and character. so uh, I what feel ethnicity? like he's always like, yeah, what ethnicity? Oh, we're they're all... all very white people. I could tell by the the comfortness with with you were talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, my a neighborhood barber, yeah, 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 yeah. safe family <laughs> neighborhood barber. Um, and I really like him. Uh, he does, you know. Uh, but he's he made a couple passive aggressive comments about me not coming in enough. Where he's like, oh, I guess I'll see you another six months. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> like where I'm like, I know that I'm – he doesn't like me that much because all of his regulars, they come in every two weeks yeah. for trims and things. And uh, and I see him all the time because he's on the way to the subway. So I see him four or five times a week. We'll, we'll like do yeah. this kind of thing. So uh, so, But he always gives me someone else. My guy will – because I just go to him for the beard. Uh-huh. I go to – a, a Japanese-owned barbershop. Oh, brag? Where, where, where yeah, it's that's like... Class. and and <laughs> wouldn't believe the knives. And, and I don't know. I think like... Again, this is all in my head. So you get one good haircut and you're like, well, this is the place for me. Of course. But I, there's part of me that's like, no, I like, I like whatever they... Whatever style this is. 
but I can tell when he does my beard, he always runs his hands through my hair and he goes, haircut, haircut. And I mean, oh. so I can feel that degree of like, only this part, not this part. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't near, I can't let you that close to my brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not with these hands. Yeah. Um, oh, I feel, I Wait, feel. Wait, $35 for just a beard trim? Beard trim with, uh, there's a hot towel. There's, That's a lot. There's the, he does the eyebrows, he does the back. I don't, for the amount of labor, it's, it's. Let me tell you, the my guy, my guy, I can get a haircut and beard trim, all the towel, everything, for 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 under forty. Me too, Russians. Yeah, not of all, all of us can have under forty dollar haircuts. <laughs> uh, this is the downside. Oh, this is the this is the musicless version. Just I thought it was cool. One, two, three. Downside. Downside. You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With Gianmarco Cerezi. As I said, guys, it's a new box, and we'll get it all up and running very shortly. Wait, okay. It's just he sent it to me way back. Yeah. I was like, oh, this okay, is cool. Let's try it out. Does Reggie Watts do all of those, or is there another guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, Reggie Watts, I hope I have him on the podcast, but I told you this. When I when I did Corden, I didn't, I, I didn't get any love. I didn't get any love, no from, love Reggie from Reggie over to the side. Now, listen. Wait, Reggie I, Watts was on? He's the he was the band leader. He was? Yeah, he's getting fat checks from CBS. I thought, oh, okay. And I realize that. I I had a joke up top that, like, again, I got in my head. For all I know, they were doing two tapings that day. Who the fuck knows? But I remember seeing like, I love a band on stage when they're like, they're laughing. Uh-huh. It is, it is nothing feels better. Yeah. And man. I just, oh my God, your camera just died. I'm going to shoot myself in the fucking head. Um, I just remembered. I'll just pivot your, this camera. Yeah, I, remember, I can see myself. Um, uh, I just remember being thrown in that moment, looking over and that being like, he did, did he not laughing. like this one joke? And then later he cracked a smile. But it was one of those things, like, again, I would have found anything wrong I know. in the moment. But like seeing it. I felt like you at Titanic when they when they yeah. do a cartwheel standing ovation. Yeah. Um, talk for a second. Let me just check it real quick. I uh, I I know that feeling because you know with some of the people the celebrities that have come to Titanic recently, um, you can't help but clock them in a relatively small theater. Oh yeah. And I try my best not to look at how they're responding to to my one big scene, but sometimes you do, and you're like, oh that, and then you just remember like anytime you're going to see that person pop up in any sort of thing you'll be like they they either did like that thing or they 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 sat pretty stone-faced during something but mm-hmm. in general it's been good but uh i try not to look too much but you can't help but look if someone's not enjoying it or look. someone's like you know when it's somebody's i have like a my guy mahmoud at the door mm-hmm. like takes care of everything and if it's somebody like we know that could throw me he's like 15th row oh. neil brennan you're back here don't, really? like, I don't want to see Neil's face. Oh, they're, they're, another yeah. guy who didn't talk to me at the court and taping. Oh, man. I, uh, you know, I got to tell you, I promise, then I'll stop talking about myself. Please. I, 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 I signed with a new manager today. Oh, congrats. And uh, thank you. But I think, like, you know, as you stay in this game long enough, you think about shit you talked about like people along the way. Yeah. And you're just like, oh no, I'm gonna it's more sad because I, I love talking shit. I mean, there's so much shit we don't talk about in this show that I would fucking die. There's something I would 
love to be talking about right now that we oh, cannot, I know I know it that is. we cannot that I would fucking die to talk about I know but you can't no you, you can't can. and you the, can. the further you I mean, go you shouldn't like on this sort of thing sometimes but, yeah you know, but like I'll, I admire the like it's it depends but I do like when you have those shit talker further comics it's fun sometimes they always like the people who are willing to do it and I again I don't even want to name the names now but the people who are willing to do it they always end up like they were a mess like, like their lives collapse yeah. because they clearly yeah. lack the necessary sensors. Yeah. But man, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying. I, I thought of a tweet the other day. I can say this because it's a long enough way. Someone tweeted about crowd work, compl- complaining about crowd work. Sure. I, I, I'm fine with the degree, but this one was more like, this was saying, uh, this was holding themselves up uh, uh, higher than comedians who do crowd work. I know the tweet. Yeah, we all do. And... <laughs> And I, I Every wanted listener to, knows the truth. I emailed, I emailed to myself two weeks from now to tweet this, saying, uh, "Comedians who complain about crowd work uh, are just mad because there's no one in their audience for them to talk to." Oh. And and I texted Tova, and I I wanted to do it right then and there. I wanted to do it right then and there. Yeah. Uh, so Gabe. Yeah, let's get to Gabe. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. Uh, Twenty-one minutes in. <laughs> Get to our fucking guest. I got some swings in. I'm feeling yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know yeah. if I'm like, this is they're in love and I'm here. <laughs> no, we have we have plenty to discuss. We have a, a big, there, I'm sure there's few comics who can go toe-to-toe with you on musical theater like I can. All three of us, I, I guess, yeah. I heard you on, I don't know how, how like your deep musical theater knowledge is. I used to know more than I know now. What, what was- but I know a little bit more now because of the show. What was Sondheim's? Okay, Sondheim. One of the, the last show that new shows of his produced was called uh, Roadhouse. Roadshow. Roadshow. There you go. Road what was House. it called? What was it called before Roadshow? Oh, um, I have no idea. On the count of three. One, two, three. The Bounce. F- I, I thought I was going to. You thought the frogs. frogs? Yeah, but I don't. That was at the Yale Repertory Theater. Theater. That was yeah. a totally different thing altogether. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I'm the master still. Yeah. <laughs> but there. Wait, was there a name before Bounce? I feel like there was a third name. <laughs> We'll get to the bottom of it. Boing. <laughs> um, um, yeah, just. So you were a theater kid. Oh, yeah. Um, what was the last show you, what was the last musical you did? I was in Candide in college. Mm. I heard you say it on a podcast, and I knew the song you were about to bring up was Glitter and Be Gay, and I knew it before <laughs> you said it. Do you know Glitter and Be Gay? Yeah, that's the famous one. Glitter and Be Gay! And Kristen Chenoweth sang it like to, to great. It's like an operatic soprano, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a super like fast. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, had a, we had a party in college, which was Glitter and Be Gabe, where you could wear glitter oh. or dress like me, and it was great. Oh, How many people? Most. It was easier to dress like me than put on glitter. It was like football jersey, because like I... I really leaned into like I'm I'm a straight guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a liberal arts college. Like we like we exist. You leaned into being straight. Tell me what that means. It means like I was in like <laughs> I was in the gay acapella group with like all the tenors are gay, and they'd be like, and they'd be like, and we and our token straight who and, can communicate and you're in a football jersey. Yeah, literally, like always have a football under your arm. <laughs> like just really like making sure everyone knows. One time we had to we entered a dodgeball tournament for charity and we had to play like the all guy group and it was like glee. We were just like getting picked off one by one. I was yeah. like, this is the stuff of night. Is this when the moment they turned to you, the straight guy? <laughs> yeah, said, yes. Oh, you're gonna lead the way, and you were like, guys, please. <laughs> this is why I'm with you. I'm glitter. I'm glitter. <laughs> uh, so, oh, so okay, acapella. This was in college. Yeah. 
And you were the tenor? I was one of the tenors. What yeah. was the name of your group? Duly Noted. Duly Noted. All the names were named after something Hamilton related. Oh. So like Alexander Hamilton, so Hamilton College. So like Duly Noted, Duel. Or like tumbling after, which this was before the musical Hamilton. Before the music, so wow, for years, the Hamilton musical was a thing that the choir, everyone in the choir, had to do for for most of my life. The Hamilton musical was this thing you came back early in January, got drunk for a week, learned a whole musical, and did it like a month later, and then suddenly people were like Hamilton the musical, and I was like, oh no, that's different. Sure. Oh. Which which legacy do you think will last? <laughs> the one you did or Lynn Manuel's? I did when I was in Candide, somebody came up to me on stage with a live microphone, walked out on stage two hours in and said, just so you know I'm wasted, and then said their line. Wow. <laughs> Tell me what what was the Hamilton music? Was it about Alexander Hamilton? No, it was just like the Hamilton College Choir musical. So like every year they'd do a new musical and you'd come back early. And it was like a party basically for two weeks while you learned this musical eight hours a day and then you partied all night. And it was new each time or it was like a classic, like what kind of musical was it? So Candide was probably the most mainstream one we did. We also oh, did like Lady oh, in the Dark. the Hamilton. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes. So, okay. So you put, just put together we a, put show on a show every two year. weeks. Got but it. it was only the choir. So it's like people who like didn't sign up to be in a musical, they signed up to be in the choir and then they were forced to be in a musical. Yeah. It's like very different. So the acting was rough. Real bad. No one. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. I mean, I was Candide. <laughs> like it wasn't. It wasn't I don't quite. know that Why show. Why is it funny? Is that because he's supposed to be like. I just am not a great actor. I'm, You're not a good actor? I'm fine. But like I wouldn't say you like plug your one man show now or later. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's so funny. Like I'll go to these French festivals and people are like, I have talent. I can juggle. I'm like, I just talk. I have the show. It's a story. Sure. I just I just talk. I'm just me. I kind of can't <laughs> do anything else. Do you get do you get emotional in the story? Do you do you cry? I don't cry. We had to like kind of lead me to being emotional. I wanted to like skip over that part. How how did they lead you? Your director? Yeah, I have a director, this guy, Greg Wallach. And what would he what would he do? What do you he basically was like, you're bailing out on this like big emotional moment where it's like my best friend, my girlfriend fell in love. It's like the moment you find out. Oh my God. Um, That's... And so like we had to like put me in the moment again. Yeah. Yeah. So what, cause like I know what I would, like I have like old acting thoughts of like how I would try to bring myself there. What was your, what was your process? Uh, so it's this moment I'm like, <laughs> I'm making pizza bagels. It's four in the morning. Um, I spend basically an hour and 10 minutes talking about how much I love this guy. And then we like fly to Scotland. I, the girl and I had broken up a month earlier. Uh, in that month, they had already gotten together, devised a plan to tell me. Uh, okay. So, so there's no, there's no crossover or technically there's no crossover. But like there was, it, there was definitely like eyes during all this. He's my confidant. Yeah. Oh, oh, like oh. Okay. Let's go back. Let's find, yeah, we can let's, go back. Okay. This is juicy. So <laughs> you're, you're dating. You should make this a show. So <laughs> <laughs> tickets available now. Yeah. Dynasty typewriter. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're date. How long were you dating this woman? We met. So we met at a summer camp that he had brought me to. And it was a summer camp where you work with sick kids. Um, and we had been dating. Not that, not a super long time. But like enough where it felt like pretty intense. So like so when you say sick kids, how old are you? I'm 31. Okay, no, uh, in this this moment, you're 22. Were... Okay, you got to yeah. ask them to guess how old they are. It's really <laughs> no, I know. I was asking like <laughs> never wow, ask when this was happening. You know, 
Judy Gold wrote me. She was like, did you tell Russell not to do that at the beginning of Also, I was going to... I have I have things with you and your age. I feel like you've you've lied online, and it's 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 it's. Hold up, hold up. When have I lied online? I googled the other day because I was. I didn't lie you, online. I was buying you a birthday present. Spoiler alert! Recently, nice. For, really? Well, I wanted to prepare it. Twenty fifth birthday. And I was trying to find something about you, and everywhere online has your birthday off by four years and i know i know that you put it out there no i know no. that you're the source no i'm I know not that you are i know that you have put it out there somewhere and now you're trying to pawn yourself off as being like oh well, maybe i'm 29 maybe i'm 30 you're you're a liar you're a filthy liar and i want the world to know no. it if you google I've john marcus Arezi, he is pretending he was born in the 90s he was not 80s kid yeah all over anyways <laughs> side bro so that was just that uh so you were 22 at the time yeah and uh um, <laughs> I'm looking you up right now. No, fuck off. <laughs> Russell Daniels. No, I didn't lie. You know, everyone knows how old I am. Weight, so- 125 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so you're 22. You're in a serious relationship with this woman. Yeah, it feels really serious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So you, you met at this camp. What kind of what kind of sick kids? Like uh, chronic illnesses. So everything from like uh, cancer, hemophilia, sickle cell anemia, muscular dystrophy. Can I ask? Like like obviously that's it's it's must be hard. To, like that's a real counselor. You got you got work to do. Yes, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's really fun, but it's hard. And would like was everyone hooking up? Were all the counselors hooking up? Or was it like yes? All the it still had that energy. Like I remember summer camp. I mean, I had some such great like making out with someone on the last day of the best of i mean just the, the horny energy there yeah very exciting the camp's very horny add in to that element oh we're all pretty good people like we oh, deserve this yeah, <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. were were any were there any people that you're like oh you're all good but you are you're doing it to to feel like you're a good person or were you all good people no 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 there's some I think everybody has this fear that I'm going to get called out, that I'm not doing it for the right reasons. And so everyone really tries to like be aware of that. But there's sure. also some people who are like super performative, like with the kids. Because we go to we go in public once a week. We go to the Six Flags. So you're like pushing kids in wheelchairs like in public. And there's a real like showmanship to like how you're dealing with the kids in a way that like we would teach. When I became you're like, like oh. <laughs> Someone has a, a boom box to like really draw attention music to like – to the crowd, yeah. You know, it was, we would have some kids who had really serious illnesses, and it didn't look like they had a disability. They'd have, like, sure. mitochondrial disease, so they'd use a wheelchair to, like, get around, and then they'd stand up and, like, get on a roller coaster, and people hated that. In oh. public, they'd be like, that kid's not actually sick. <gasps> like, you guys are, like, full of shit. Oh, my but they, God. But they needed it. They needed it because, like, if they took 10,000 steps, they Did they, they at would... least try to, like, look like they were struggling out of the wheelchair? <laughs> Did they spring up? It's very Let's scary go upside to get down. The, it's very scary to be, be caught if you're faking something like that, I feel like. Yeah, I, sure. I one time, did I ever tell this story? I one time um, had to do this really shitty, shitty New York City gig where it was like a scavenger hunt where you had to act like they had actors along the way in the scavenger right. hunt. Anyways, and I had to have crutches and I had to be outside for this gig. And one time I was going to a Starbucks in, on my break from it with the crutches. And I, um, I put them down at the seat I was at. I came in with them. This woman goes, oh, my God, she saw me with them. She goes, here, sit here. And I was like, I did want to seat because I had been outside all day. And so I was like, okay. So I sat down and I was like sitting down. And then I realized I had ordered. And so I'm going to have to get back up to get my coffee. And I was like, she thinks I have crutches. 
So I had to, for very briefly in a Starbucks <laughs> in New York City, pretend I was on crutches to get this, just to fool this one woman who was offering me a seat. And she had a seat too, but she had her stuff there. And so she offered, and then I was like, well, I can't just walk up. I have these crutches. She only gave me the seat because she thought, so I was all of a sudden pretending that I had crutches. So and it was very, it was very, it happened so quick and so naturally where I was like, well, I just got to pretend I'm on these now. And uh, you had no moral. You were just like, oh, well, this is what I'm gonna. No, do. I wanted a seat, and also she she had a seat too. It wasn't like she was giving me her seat, but it was like. How many months pregnant was she? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the curb episode. Somebody comes up to you, she's like, "What do you need these for? I You're able bodied." I know, I know, I know. No, but it was funny because then, like, I literally just in that Starbucks faked it, and then as soon as I got to the door, I just like stopped it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no one was like, "What?" It's New York, so no one really cares. <laughs> you know, no one was. How many counselors? It feels like it feels like with well, at least what you're describing, you need like one per kid. Really, you, it's like you can as a counselor, you can be alone, like you can go off someplace with two kids max. It's like a tough ratio. It's not like one of those camps where it's like I'm a counselor, I got 15 yeah. kids. It's like you got two kids. Did you have like specific kids that you were their care the caretakers of? Like you knew how to navigate. Yeah, there's kids that come back and you're like, I've had this kid. He's gonna turn over in the middle of the night. You got to be ready. Because so there's baby monitors, there's like turning kids in the middle of the night so they don't get like bed sores. There's like a million protocols. Bed sores from lying down for how I thought that only if you lie down a long, long, long time. So if they if they're in a wheelchair all day and they get into bed, uh, they can't then be in the same position on their. So you want to turn them on their sides, but then they move like they shift in the middle of the night. So there's certain kids you check in every three hours in the middle of the night. You're saying you did not sleep for more than three hours because you were getting up every three hours. If if we had a, those kids that week for sure. You're like, and you're living in the cab. Yeah. So it's like, you're, you've, I've never worked harder. People are like, oh, comedy. I'm like, oh, you got to post. I'm like, this is fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Posting does take a lot of time, though, and I <laughs> have to get up early to do it. Uh, <laughs> Support the troops. And was this just, w- what led you to become a, a counselor for this? My friend brought me. He was like, you'd be good this at this guy. The guy yeah. who changed my life, this guy. And she I was like, there too. She was there too. So did they know each other before they knew you? No. Okay. And he introduced me. He's like, I met this girl. You're going to love her. Like, she's like, because he had a girlfriend. You're going to love her. I love her. Uh, I, my, my, the, the idea that comes on my mind just out the gate is just the idea of like really good people who do bad interpersonal things, but are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mind fuck. It's like worse. It would be easier if I didn't like him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So did, did the glow of doing something, have you always been a charitable person? Um, yeah, like, yeah, my mom was always, like, praising me for that type of stuff. You hold the door. That was, like, a big deal. Oh, uh-huh. hey, my son holds the door for old old ladies. Like, that was definitely, like, a thing that we went out of our way to kind of... Would they... Would your parents do charitable things? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, what? My dad had a guy for a long time that, like, he lived... I think lived under a bridge, and he would just bring him meals, but, like, quietly. Like, we didn't find out for years. And one day my mom was like, it's Christmas Day. Like, where are you going? And he's like, there's this guy... He needs a meal, like stuff like that. Oh a mitzvah. God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We really we love the Jews. As Italians, we honor the Jews. <laughs> he was a Jew. No, my dad's Italian, but like the mitzvah thing. It's like <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. I often. I, this is not a good excuse, but I go like when I'm like, oh, I'm I'm kind of selfish. I go, well, yeah, my parents, they never showed me being extra hospitable towards people. Can you think of something your parents did that was like akin to 
Yeah, there was, I mean, there was a, like a lot of, um, you know, I grew up upstate in an area that had like, I can think of my dad helped out this one guy down the street who had all sorts of issues. Like he, but he would, my dad would often be like, oh, and like Albert would leave, get out of his house. My dad would help him back. And like, you know, he, he, there was things like that. The people across the street had an issue with their dad was abusive. So he would sometimes like help out the kids. It was so, yeah, I have, I have examples. That's of, nice. Yeah. My dad, for a brief period, my dad lived under a bridge, and he said there was a man. <laughs> but he never took me home. <laughs> but that's beautiful. I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I yeah. just, like, reflect on, like, there's just certain things where I go, oh, I just never had, like, a model for what that even looked like. Of course. Growing up. And now I got to, so it's more, not an excuse. It's like, oh, I have to decide that for myself. I have to go, like, okay, this is a way you can live your life. Mm-hmm. And one day I will help people, I promise. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast promise. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, if you enjoy the podcast, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash downside. Bonus episodes, live episodes, my special, The Rats Are In Me. And back to you. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Uh, so, okay, so you go to this, this camp. What's it called? It's called the Double H Ranch. It's a Paul Newman camp. So there's one in Connecticut. That's like the famous one uh-huh. where like their board members are like Bradley Cooper, Julia Roberts. Yeah. That's like, and that, the one in Connecticut, they like bought the land. They paved it. They like built it up. It's like fancy. And then we were the second camp. And the second camp, like, this guy wanted Paul Newman to make a camp. And Paul Newman was like, I got a camp. I'm good. And then he convinced him, like, no, 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 make a second camp. So they just bought this dude ranch. Mm. So the Double H is, like, not meant to be a summer. Like, it's, there's hills. It's just, like, not meant for wheelchairs. Like, they really yeah. had to adapt it. So we, for a long time, we felt like like the little, the little sibling to, like, yeah. oh, the first camp has all the money. But we're the one where it's, like, we're irreverent and we're fun. And we, yeah, the kids well, like us more. I just like it feels like you wouldn't want to build in a place with hills. I mean, it is a bad idea. Was everyone in wheelchairs? No, probably. Um, if the cabin's like twelve kids, maybe like two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is our camp. So the one in Connecticut, it'll be like a. It's themed by diagnosis, so it'll be like every kid that week has hemophilia, <gasps> but which is like a blood clot thing. Yeah. But our camp mixes diagnoses, so you'll have a kid with hemophilia living with a kid with sickle cell, living with a kid in a wheelchair. And they're like talking to each other. And we always thought that was like kind of exciting where it's like, oh, you're learning empathy. It's not just like every I have hemophilia. Everyone I know has hemophilia. Would they ever play the like who's who is it worse when they got all, I'm not privy to what the campers are talking about like uh, late at night. I like to I, I'm, I'm sure at some point some of the kids were like, oh, my God, like we, we had one kid who was like, oh, my God, hemophilia will never go away. He'll just like have blood clot issues for the, your whole life. And the other kid was like, you have cancer, like you could die. Yeah, and, like having that conversation. And that's like really intense. Yeah. What, what, what did they have a sense? Of, I know you can't generalize with all of them, but I feel like oh, there must be like there must be some morbid humor. I just yeah yeah oh yeah. I mean like I the, the kids I'm closest with are these two boys, Austin and Jake, who have muscular dystrophy, so uh-huh. they use big power wheelchairs, and they're in my show. I talk about them like how much I love them. And Austin, one time, I'm like I meet him for the first time, and he's like, uh, "Hey man, it's time to wipe." He goes, he goes, you're my new counselor? I said, yeah. He goes, well, I guess it's time for you to wipe my ass. 
And oh, I had man. never, <laughs> I had never done that because it's like, I'm new. Yeah. So I'm like, let's go to the cabin. I got, I got Austin there and Jake there and Austin talks a lot and Jake doesn't talk at all. And they're best friends. And they're in these big power wheelchairs. And so I take Austin, I put him on the toilet. I like do this whole thing. It takes a million steps because I've never done it. And I'm trying not to drop him. And finally, like Austin poops. I'm talking to Jake. Jake's only giving me one more answers. So I go back in there. Austin's done pooping. I wipe his butt. I do this whole thing. I throw that in the trash can. I pick him up. I pull up his pants, put him in his wheelchair, put on a seatbelt. And Austin goes, you're an idiot. I'm ambulatory. I can wipe my own ass. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. It's like, what's funnier than making this fucking guy wipe my ass? He doesn't. I, I can wipe my ass. He goes, look. Mm. You can just do it. He's like moving. Like, I'll wipe your ass. Yeah. I'll pick you up right now. Yeah. yeah. The king. When you're. He's lucky he didn't get in trouble for that. <laughs> wrong yeah. Sense. You know, I got to say, I would think, I would think there would feel like a privilege of like, what are you going to get mad at me? Yeah. You know how hard my life is? Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 off. yeah. 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 I'll make everyone wipe my ass. Yeah. yeah. I need three people to get out of bed. Like that a, is such a good prank. I wonder how often he's done he used it. it. We had one kid with no legs who used to like put his body up against like like a trash can that fell and be like, help, I got stuck. Oh. Like, and so people in public would be like, oh my God. <laughs> and then they pull him out and would be like, ah, ah. And he'd run around. Like he could run. Like he would put his arms, like, like wow. crutches almost with his arms. He'd like fly around. And like some people were like, that's not right. He shouldn't be doing that. And some of us well, were like, that's him. hilarious. Yeah. He do it. Yeah. yeah. His life is yeah. hard. Like let him, yeah. like it's fine. I for sure, if I was missing an arm, I would do that like shake my hand. It gets yanked off prank every day. <laughs> Never get old. Yeah. Um, when you're wiping someone's ass, yeah. do you do it while they're seated? Or do you have them stand up and go like this? There's no standing up, Jim Marco. Yeah. Um, and you're, are you looking directly into their eyes? <laughs> <laughs> you probably, depending on the kid, every kid's different. You kind of like, they're on the toilet, you lean them forward, and you kind of just like get in there and dig yeah. and do that. You lean them forward, and you're, their head's here. They're leaning forward. You're going like yeah, this. Yeah, their arm's on your shoulder, and you're I leaning see. over. And like you're kind of putting your hand in the toilet. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, a lot of gloves, a lot of like – You'd throw. put on gloves. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> By the end – but like, your first summer you put on gloves. By the end, I was like, whatever. Yeah. That's they where have, I was Because they have okay. parents, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you're – that's your kid. But if Sure. You know, yeah. But you're supposed to wear gloves, of course. Did you feel fully trained to like do everything you needed to? They give you training, but like – how like, good? How like, can you train until, until you meet Austin? Really I think the that. teacher comes in and says, "Are right, you going to wipe my ass?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Let's practice. Yeah, there's a lot more careers than you think because I wouldn't. You know, you don't put. Oh yeah, camp counselor. Oh yeah, you would maybe have to wipe ass depending on like there's like you think in your mind nurses, you know, in medical yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, but like teachers sometimes like it's a it's a lot of well, everybody who works there's medical. And yeah, I'm like uh, I want to. I was teaching and then I was like I want to be creative. Yeah, you know, so like it was. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, do we mind you t- talking through the show? No, I don't mind at all. I, I, I yes. So you, you I was meet ask about the girl. Yeah, you yeah, meet please. this girl. Yeah. I meet this girl. She's great. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. It's okay. Your camera's got it. I knew. I knew the one thing I did differently with the cameras. Yeah. And I fucking knew. And it's ruined. I fucking ruined in the episode. Knew it. Yeah. Okay. You, you're in that camera. Yeah. No. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna call Australia. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what this company is. Um, okay, so you, you meet her? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he introduces me. And is it right away? Yeah, like first week. Okay. And Falling in love. Yeah, right um, away is there a connection? Yes, there's a connection right away. Uh-huh. 
Um, we're at the bar, so like we're just meeting each other. She's in his cabin, so like I'm like, oh, I know some of the kids that you had, like because they're sh- they're they're in the cabin together. together. They're working together. Is this a cabin where it's like op- like open, or Sorry, they have their not, own? They're not living in the exact same room, but like they're working on the they're same kids. with the same kids. So got like it, got it, got it, got so it, got it's it. so intimate to like you're showering kids together. Yeah, you're like wiping asses together, and then like you put the kids to bed, and you're like, it's like your parents. Yeah. Like, oh, we just put our kid to bed. We wiped his ass and showered him. Yeah. It's like, it's much easier to fall in love that way than like we met at a bar. I feel yeah. like, for example, if my dad is probably the closest to just like being needing help. Sure. Like, like you, you, there could be a whole industry of just training adults like how to fucking, you, you know. Yeah. That's why I asked the question about the wiping the ass because I remember yeah. some story. It was a comedian about wiping his father's ass. Yeah, I feel like it might have been like a Dane Cook thing, sure. if anything. Yeah. And he was doing a big act out. <laughs> uh, but it's like, that, that's why I ask. Like, there's so much that you know about taking care of a human being. I knew, we, someone I knew, like, their like, grandfather fell. My parents were like, oh, we'll go check on him. And I was like, I'll come with you. And, like, I came, I just, like, knew what to do. I was just like, oh, we'll pick you up by your shirt. Like, we'll pick you up this way, and we'll put you on the bed this way, and we'll yeah. change your clothes yeah. this way. And my dad was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe you know how to do that. Yeah. I was like, this is easy. <laughs> like, sure. he can talk. Mm. Like, when you're used to kids who are just like, you don't know. Yeah. Um, so uh, you met, met this girl. Girl's great. Um, yeah, she's like, she's she's an artist. Like, she likes poetry, and she's interesting, and she's funny. But she's also, like, a, an athlete. She's, like, on scholarship. Mm. For, like, row. So I'm like, oh, this person's cool. She can hang, but she's also, like, accomplished and intimidating. I kind of yeah. like women where I'm like, oh, you're amazing. I, I yeah. kind of like being very intimidated. That's kind of like, that's what I'm into. <laughs> sure, sure. So how long Smart. is this courtship process before you're like, oh, we're... Oh, like, I knew the next day. The next day, Tim and I took like a drive, and I was like, I think I love her. Like, oh my yeah. God, like, that, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and so right away, I kind of have this suspicion. And then like, the thing about summer camp, if you've gone to or lived at a summer camp, it's like the days feel like a week. Sure. Where you're yeah, just like, yeah. you're with each other all the time. So that's a really difficult question to answer. Like, how long are we together? I'm like, technically not that long. It just felt so big. Because I'm like, I've been living with this person, like, on top of each other, spending yeah. all hours of the day together for four months, and then trying to do long distance. Like, this is the person that's closest to me on Earth. I'm 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it felt bigger probably than it did. Yeah. Like, every emotion at 22. Yeah, of course. You you had had any big heartbreak up to that point? Yeah, one one girl in college, um, who the big story with that girl uh, Emma was. <laughs> we I was courting her. I like didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. And finally one night I was just like, "Listen, I like you. I think you're afraid to date somebody. She'd never dated anybody." I was like, "I think you're afraid to date somebody, but we should clearly be dating. This is ridiculous. Like we spend so much time together. This is nuts." And that night we like went for this long romantic walk and we got drunk and we ended up in a classroom. And we got caught hooking up by campus police. Wow. Amazing. And how far? I was going down on her. <laughs> oh, my God. And they swung oh open the door? Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 How'd you get in? It was, it was like, locked. Through unlocked. the pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, you'll appreciate this, it was the Rocky Horror Picture Show party night. Wow. So, like, we were in, like, costumes. <laughs> Which was oh. you wearing, like, like, a teddy type of thing? We were both wearing dresses. <laughs> so, like, oh, my God. That's wow. too perfect. That's too perfect. Yeah. So, so wait, they, the campus, they opened the door, and immediately, was it, like, was, was she, this long, and was she standing, and you're on your knees? No, no, we're on the ground. You're on the ground. On the ground. And the police officer, to her credit, goes, do you guys both want to be here? And I was, like, I, what I almost, I was this close from saying, you're Emma, right? 
<laughs> but I, I just was like, yes, we both want to be here. And she took our names. And then we, she kicked us out. And I kind of was like, oh, it's over. Like, oh, this is totally fine. Like, we got kicked out. It's whatever. She took our names, like, names or whatever. And then we got letters in our mailboxes that were like, you have to go to trial. Like, student court. Trial. Yeah. Because that kind of stuff is always dicey. Especially now, I feel like like people could be like, that's exposure in a public area and it's like yeah. come on guys let's, let's you know, a big on, one a big part of that story is like she like I was fine I felt bad for her like she had never dated anybody yeah yeah that's a really good that's like a big that's a big date anybody. back into, yeah. the, back into <laughs> your shell you yeah. have to testify in front of the we had to go to like student court and you weren't allowed to bring a lawyer that was like the big <laughs> that rule. feels like against the constitution <laughs> in some deep way so yeah. like the student court grow up colleges. Well, because you know, you know, mean? you know, everyone in the student court who's on the student court has not had oral sex, <laughs> <laughs> so they're not going to be sympathetic to your case at all. Nope. Just nope. such a waste. Oh God! Just like like someone so have someone paperwork. be like, you're, you know, I don't know what you're on, you're on parole or whatever. Yeah. You're on probation. So you it's know, a, it's it's a, a point. No pussy eating for a week. Yeah. No <laughs> pussy eating the rest of the semester for you, young man. <laughs> so the big tension was it's points. So it's like 10 points is drunk driving, kicked out of school. Two points is a warning. That's fine. Four points was a phone call home. So they call your parents. Was this a four point? What was and it? This is a four point offense. So they like, call had, your home to say you had cunnilingus. So we college. we had to go to trial. So we were like, please, we'll take two. Like we'll plead plead it down. <laughs> Did yeah. you have to explain like is you together testifying or separately? Yeah, we figured oh, it would be nice it would be better together. if we were a united front. <laughs> we're yeah. like, we did this. Yeah, we're sorry. What was your other. case? Yeah. What, did you say we're dating? We're in love? We're, we're in love? We're a rocky I, horror? I, I, spun a, I spun a nice wheel. So my my dad had gone to law school when I was in high school. Uh-huh. Like a big deal. So like, I kind of like knew, and my dad loves to say, no one ever gets caught doing something the first time they do it. It's like his favorite thing. Like everybody, it's always the third or fourth time they do something, they get caught. Ooh, that's a good line. So I went in there, I said, my dad went to law school, he just graduated, he's a lawyer. He loves to say nobody ever gets caught doing something for the first time. But I'd like you guys to know, this actually was the first time. We're really sorry. Yeah. And they ate it up. Oh, they loved like it. They ate it up. <laughs> We have yeah. that in common. Everyone was eating. Yeah. Uh, and, and it would be felt- funny if she was like, it, trust me, it was his first time. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so funny. I would have married Trust it. me, Your Honor, it was his first time. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah. Um, so so you, you had to call home. So we got it down to two points. Oh, you got it down to two. Oh, but then I wouldn't give a let me tell you. God, my your my found mom out would be years thrilled. later. That's my ex- mom would be thrilled to hear it wasn't a cock. I think she would be totally <laughs> fine with it. That's the exact joke I make in the show. Oh, you said my dad would be love to hear from yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I uh and my dad, he'd be he'd be proud. Yeah. That's one of those things. There, there's a couple times where I'm like, this is not what my parents get upset about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't even know what. What my would dad that letter was. even look like? Like, what would they? They would. They would. They would. I guess use vague language about lewd you know. and indecent exposure. Oh, okay. Doesn't sound okay. good. Doesn't sound. Doesn't good. sound good. It sounds sound so much worse. Sounds like you're like on a playground. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, not after hours in a college. Yeah, we we had one professor we really liked, and he like hated the rules, so we like showed him. I was like, I'm in trouble. I ate pussy, whatever. And he goes, t- he goes, lewd by definition means you were trying to get other people off. You guys were just trying to get each other off. 
And I was like, yeah. that's not that helpful, actually. That's not really the argument that they want to hear. This is that kind of professor that ends up sleeping with a student a couple <laughs> yeah. years later. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He was too cool, I think. <laughs> He's like, I know the definitions of all Mood. this terminology. <laughs> um, okay, so... So, she, she, so you dated her? I dated her, and then she ended up going to, like... Um, it was like the equivalent of like the Peace Corps, and she like moved away to like I know I date good, good attracts good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like she like, you know that was like the first time I was like, oh, I'm heartbroken, like this stinks. And then I meet Kate, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so much. This is amazing. Like I the first time I never thought it would happen. I had to go to student court for pussy eating for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And then when we break up, I'm like, well, that'll never happen again. And then I meet Kate, I'm like, oh my god. So it's also like a, there's a rebound element too. Yeah, this is right after. Is this okay. the thing you do though? Like, did you eat her out in a very public setting as well? <laughs> no. I once. One time, yeah. What did you do? Oh, real bad. Yeah, I. It was it was like a trip, a trip type thing, camp type thing where there was a there was a camel tent, and we snuck into the camel tent, the the vacant camel tent, and man, it smelled. It smelled like camel, deeply. And we we and you we, humped. We yeah we <laughs> we humped in the, in the hay. We we had sex in the camel tent. Wow. Yeah. Not caught though. Uh no. That's good. Just the camel. Yeah. He joined in. I said this is lewd. <laughs> Wait, there was a real camel. Yeah. See, I, I were you confused at all that there was a camel? Like I was confused at what the camel tent was. Really. Is it a tent I, that used to house camels and I this one was abandoned? A, a summer camp, you'd have a camel. It, it wasn't a summer camp. It was, it was a country. I'm trying to be vague. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, like, I was like an African country. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, <laughs> you know, the kind of camps rich people go to wrestle. I was like, yeah. I was like, what? Summer camps are you going to? You're in a pyramid. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so 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 you you hooked up with her while at camp? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like make a move or did it like fall into place or did you have to do a, did you have to do one? When you described your speech to the first woman, I just think what's so funny is that like so much of romance and making that first move, if they're not into you, uh, it feels like, <laughs> like you said to her, look, I think you're scared to date and yeah. you just want to, and I just could see a guy hearing that story and going up to some girl who doesn't want him yeah. at all and goes like, you're just scared. Well, yeah, I was and especially sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, this wasn't like a move. This wasn't my move, <laughs> like with all women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, and you know, I watched um, before sun, before sunrise. Oh, yeah. Like right before, I was like, yeah. I got in the romantic. Mood. Oh my god! I'm like practicing in the shower. That movie, yeah, those movie movies. Oh. I don't think I could even watch it now. I think I'd feel. Oh. <laughs> I think I'd miss the idea of being so innocent. Yeah. Of just being like. Yeah. But that's why those someone. movies are good because they revisit your different. Yeah. Types yeah. of ages and like thank that you. third one. You watch the third one? Oh yeah, I love the second one. That second one second is great. so great. You know the ending of the second one. You're like, oh, doesn't he finally confront her? Like you weren't at the train. He he admits that he. Yeah, there's came a whole back. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so okay, so so this other one, it was it, it it happened. It happened. It ended like relatively amicably, but I was sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you meet this one, and then you meet the girl at the camp, and you're like, oh my god, camp's so important to me. She gets camp. She gets me. What am I gonna? What am I gonna like? Yeah. Move on? Yeah. Like, no. This is the most. We're gonna important. move in. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna. And so the 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 tough element of this is too is I finish summer camp, graduate, go to summer camp. The only job I got, first job out of college, was teaching in Scotland. Oh my god. So I'm like, I'll be back in a year. We'll work at camp next year. We'll just keep this going. And she's like, Oh, to keep this going, like I'll come visit you for New Year's in Scotland. 
And so like we're like, oh, we have a checkpoint for this like long distance road. And how long is That's it to long, New Year's? September to New Year's, right? Yeah, September to New Year's. So wait, how long have you been together? You've been together yeah, since like June first, let's say. To September. Yeah. So June, July, August. Yeah. Okay. So still brief. Still brief. That's not long, but intense. But it feels intense. intense. Yes. Um and New Year's. And New Year's and New Year's is a checkpoint. We're like who can't make it to New Year's? Yeah. We'll text. We'll... I remember in college, it was like Thanksgiving was the checkpoint. Sure. All these, and they always came back from Thanksgiving. And they survived Thanksgiving. They came back. They I guess, guess they fucked, like whatever. Yeah. And then winter break was always where it ended. Yeah. Okay. So so it's funny you say that. So we had like, a, for like a reason that's not that important, I had to come home like in the beginning of the semester. Like my aunt got sick. So I come home and I visit her at college. She's a uh-huh. senior. And we hang out. And it's great. And I fly back to Scotland. Uh, and that's probably like late October. So like two months later, I get to come home. We have this thing. I go back Thanksgiving weekend. She breaks up with me. So we we'd like move the Thanksgiving to December thing. The exact thing you just said. We just move that up. Slightly. When you saw her, did you 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 knew you were going to see each other at Thanksgiving? You didn't know you were going to get broken up with. But we, like, she broke with me on the phone. We I knew uh, I was going to see her at the end of October. Okay. So like two months later, really like ten weeks. Were later. there any hints at it in October? Yeah, they just said it was tough to um to keep it going it's but another like, country another time zone it's yeah it's for young people and she's an athlete she's like Very waking talented. up at five in the morning to go to practice yeah getting sure. texts from me seven hours ahead so were yeah. you we try were you uh uh sexting no yeah. not really yeah no it's never been in my bag like, yeah the, the whole are you no more recently i like get that i like understand that more but like in we didn't have the good cameras. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is an yeah. iPhone 4. You it just look like yeah. pixelated, like yeah. Mario characters. Yeah, I was like, I was in high school six years ago. Um, like, I can't be sexting. So, but when she calls you, yeah. So she calls you. Is yes. it like a scheduled call? Is it, you have any indication this is going to be the there's bomb? a part, I think there's a part of me that's like, yeah, this is so hard. And yeah. like, we had the meeting. Like, we kind of moved up New Year's to October. Oh, got it, got it, got it. And then I think I got the sense where I'm like, oh, like, this isn't going well. Wait, so you saw each other end first, of October. End of October. And sorry, forgive me. I'm no, just getting the timeline. She broke up with you after this? Thanksgiving. Yes, after. So you met and did it feel good? Was it was it charged with anything or was it awkward? The first one was like I saw her twice. I was home for a week and I saw her the first weekend and then I saw her the second weekend. And the first weekend was like awesome. It was like everything I could have wanted. Like she showed me all her stuff. I met all her people, like walked around the campus, like the whole thing. Yeah. And then I came for like one extra night, like a bonus night, like the second weekend. And that one was kind of like, uh, like a little stilted. Yeah. What do you think that was? Do you think, do you think she decided in between the two things or do you think she knew before? That's a great question. I don't know. I, like looking back, do you think you were maybe blind that first weekend, or do you really think she was like she was in? I think <sighs> that's a really great question. She's probably more out than I wanted her to be. She, I just remember. I remember I had a girl a, a break up with me in high school, and I just remember the day of where like I knew something was weird. Yeah, from the beginning of the day, we we saw a show together, and then she broke with me on the way home. Ugh. And it was just like, like you know, something was off. But yeah. for you, you really felt there was a difference. Yes. From the first weekend to the second weekend, I could feel it. Where I was like, hey, I'm free one more night. Like, I can pop by. And she was like, okay. And I was like, oh, like, we kind of like, we kind of like had the celebratory. Like, we made this work. And yeah. And I was like, are we going to keep yeah. doing this? It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Much. Oh. Yeah. Um, so how did she do it? She called me. I was in London on a field trip with kids <gasps> and I came back from London and we had like a Sunday night Thanksgiving call. 
and I emailed Tim right away. I was like, dude, she just broke up with me. Like, I kind of could see it coming. Part of it's a relief, but like, I'm really sad. Um, is Tim, where's Tim? Tim's in New York. In New York. So he's not at, where, at her college or anything? No, no. Still okay. like far enough yeah. a couple hours away. And the next day, you, you'll, you in particular, I think will appreciate this. The next day I go to work and a kid comes into my office. She's like, hey, I want to, she's a senior. She's like, I want to apply to some colleges in America. I'm like, great. Like, what's your name? And she goes, my name is a Sarah Marshall. <laughs> and I was like, this is nuts. It didn't, yeah. that's a detail that's not, didn't make the show, but I always love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get this Sarah Marshall so the next funny. day. <laughs> um, so uh, were you devastated, devastated? Yeah. I was also just like, I'm in a foreign country. I don't know anybody. Had a thing that you were like, I could be excited about this thing. Yes. That didn't have to, like, you, you're, you don't have to deal with it. In any I don't, kind of I don't have to sense. grow. Yeah. I don't have to make friends. Yes. I have you this, have this I have thing. A, you have this yeah. wonderful thing yeah. far away that yeah. you can kind Why of Why would like, I travel and yeah. meet people? Yeah. Um, and so it's more like the reality of like, oh, I'm alone. Mm-hmm. I don't have any. The person I was texting all the time is gone. And I'm just like in Scotland dicking around. Yeah. And so Tim and a bunch of counselors are supposed to come visit, including Kate, for New Year's. And... That's the really devastating part. Where she's like, and I'm not going to come for New Year's. And I'm like, we can't, you can't just like come as friends. And she's like, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. So she doesn't come. And then I'm like, Tim, are you still going to come? And he's like, yes, I will be there. Mm-hmm. And so we get to New Year's and he comes and it's just like, there's a counselor. There's somebody we know who lives like kind of close to us. And Tim is like, gets to Scotland with the group. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to stay with Connor instead. And I'm like, we're best friends. Like, why are you not staying in my place? Like, that's so weird that you'd stay a couple blocks away. So I can feel something wrong there. Mm, I'm yeah. like, why are you not staying with me? It's so weird. And we, you know, we're drinking and partying. And like, I don't know, like, Tim and I kind of work best one-on-one as opposed to like being in a big group. Sure. Drinking and partying. Sure. Yeah, I understand so he, that. He knows that. And he's like, hey, let's go to the casino. And we'll gamble. It's New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, four in the morning. Uh-huh. We go, we gamble, we lose. We walk back to my place. I go to make some pizza bagels. I reach down in the oven. Tim's behind me. And he says, life sucks and then you die. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, life sucks and then you die. And I said, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, Kate and I are together and we're not sorry. Tim. <laughs> Tim. That's how he does it. Tim. Man. Oh Tim. Uh, yeah. Okay. I had an uncle. Before we judge. Ha- I had an uncle that had a mug that said, Life's a bitch and then you die. And I remember I remember as a kid being like, Why is that his mug? Like, why does he want to have his coffee every morning with that saying on it? Do you know what I mean? Anyways. It's tough uh, to get your heart broken with a mug slogan. That's that's the thing. Like, like like you're also gonna just throw a generic, like, oh, cool. Did you think of that, Tim? Did you think of that saying? Wow, Tim, how long did it take you to come up with that one? Like to be or not to be. I'm dating your ex. I'm dating, I don't feel bad about sorry. it. And what did you say? What happened? I was like really mad. I was like, first of all, I was like, why are you telling me this? Like, why, like, like now in this way, in this way, it's so dramatic. It's late now. It's five in the morning. You're never going oh to go to bed. Oh my God, it's five You're never going to go to bed now. This is when people get murdered at yeah. five yeah. in the morning. Yeah, it's five did in the morning. you have to be like really drunk to like be able to we summon the courage? drunk. Oh. I think he just like. It was almost like it was like we were saying goodbye to our friendship. It was like a last supper. I listen. I definitely. I get procrastinating. (laughs) I I I totally get. I can totally understand. Just like let me tell you this. Go forward. You. I'm not doing that Scotland trip. If I'm if I'm Tim, (laughs) I'm not. I'm doing it on the phone or via text. I do have respect for that. He did say he took the trip to tell you. Okay. So how? Okay. So let's let's. 
if either scenario. If so I start, if I start, <laughs> I'm gonna litigate this. <laughs> if, all right, if I'm saying this to you, let's think. Okay. I, I see. I do not think I could make it through a thing. I couldn't all, like all those things. I couldn't Hanging all out. those things. But like, I couldn't. Go, I don't think I can make it through a dinner. Like, I would sit down and like before the food came, I'd be like, waiter, one second. Yeah. Stay here for this. Yeah. I very stressful. Ooh, I don't know, man. That, if, Although okay. one time I broke up with someone. Uh, not the same thing in terms of like, but the feeling of I'm going to break up with someone. And I, I didn't do it when we like, I didn't do it when, and it was, again, it was like a situation where I was in college going back to visit her in high school. She was a senior and I like made plans to hang out that night with her and I didn't just go and break up with her. I went and I'll, I have severe anxiety whenever this movie comes on TV but I went. We rented in a video store, Mean Girls, the movie. And during that, were you like, were you like, I should do it now? I should do it whole now. time, whole time, whole time. But I, I could. I was like, and I knew I was. I was. I, w- I was putting my feet to the fire. You have to do it tonight. You have to do it. You've been putting it off for. And uh, but we watched the full movie, Mean Girls, Brutal. with the whole time me knowing, at the end of this movie, it's happening, Russell. And literally the credits start and I just turned and broke up. Can you imagine? That's so crazy. That is from her perspective. That is so crazy. And she was so confused and and she should be that it was an insane thing. So now I know how I do it. I would, we would hang out and I'd say, Hey, Broadway show. I would, I would take you to the, the premiere of, uh, it's coming out soon. Mean girls, the musical, the movie. (laughs) And when it was done, and I would hope the joke of it would alleviate it a little, yeah. I'd turn to you and say, Nicole and I are starting a podcast. <laughs> the, upside. the upside. The upside. I'm happy now oh, that I'm with her. I can't believe you flew all the way to Scotland. And 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 yeah. this is the end of the trip? Or he, like, the, this is the end, end of the, of the trip. night. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's been a few days. So, like, there was a part so, of me. The whole trip, like a visit. Yeah. And, like, no Did wonder. you get a lot of one on one time with him, or no? It was mainly no, group. No, it was mainly okay. group. So he, so he says it to you. Yeah, you're. It's late, and you go. What? Why are you telling me this? Yeah, I was mad. I yelled. I was like, I was just with her. Like, what? What? What was happening? And then, like, it took me a kind of a long, longer. We then we kind of like talked about it. We have like a good friendship. Like we can kind of talk about stuff. We kind of talked about it, and I was like, you cheated. And he's like, no, like there's no overlap, and it's getting all technical. It's like, yeah, right? Yeah, she yeah. called. And it's like, okay. And then it's like, what do you mean not sorry? Like that's like the big deal right it's not what is what is from my money i'm like no need to include that part <laughs> yeah that's, that's i a, think that's i think in, the, I think in their head they were spiraling being like he's gonna think we cheated we blah blah blah, blah. we did nothing wrong we did nothing wrong we did, we nothing, did nothing wrong. wrong we had that that's the company line they've come up with and they were just probably like circling and spiraling or like so they be, they became more defensive than they needed to be on that for themselves probably for themselves they're like, they're like, yeah, like so we did nothing we wrong bad. we did nothing they got yeah. very defensive we're meant to be together you know? and they are yeah. Like, or, or at least they together? were. I'll get to that. They're, um, they like in that moment, like they should have been together the whole time. Had they both been single at that exact same moment, they probably would have gotten together. Yeah. I was just in the way. So, like, my contention is not like she's my soulmate and she was stolen. It's like, yeah. oh, like you, there's a million other ways you could have handled that where we could be friends. Yeah. I'm not the guy that's like, it's guy code and like she's mine. Like, that's not my deal. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah. And it's also like, there's a hard thing of being like you can be hurt and blah blah blah, and they can still have this thing. 
But to 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 go the thing of being like, and we don't feel bad about it, is is feels very aggressive. It feels yeah. very, and that's been the line ever since. Yeah, where it's like, uh, there's nothing to apologize for. So 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 where'd this night end? I mean, how long were you talking about this shit? Probably longer than he wanted. I'm a talker, so I was like, let's like a while, and then I did brought it up before. Did yeah. you care about the timeline, or did you care about the betrayal? At the time, like you kind of like you're like first you want to get the timeline right, and then like that. They're like, well, the defense rests. Like, there's nothing I can do about the timeline. But then you're like, well, there's all you're this hurt. other shit yeah. that makes me mad. And you're my confidant. So you start reliving everything you've told him. Oh, I'm so sad she's not coming to Scotland. It's like, why would I say that? They're together. Like, yeah. yeah. Relive everything. And then sometimes people don't believe this. This is a thousand percent true. Right before he left, we had lost a lot of money at the casino. And I How said, much money? Two or 300 pounds each. Okay. So, like, okay. not a great night. We don't have a lot of money. Yeah. And we're at the casino, and at one point he goes, I hope I have enough money to get home. <laughs> like, he's like, I have lost everything. And right before he left, I gave him a hug. And I said, do you have enough money? He was like, I do not need a loan from you. And I said, no, 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 you're paying for my therapy. And then he left. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And in, it, did you mean it in that moment? I meant it. I meant it. It was like we kind of have to end with like a little bit of a bit. Like this is so funny and yeah. so tragic. Like how could I not like kind of like stick it to you a little? Yeah. Bit? We're like you know I'm going to need so much therapy because of this. Did you ever talk again? We worked together again at the oh, camp. Wow. And just like weren't friends. Wow. Why would you go back to the camp? I loved it a lot. Was she there too? She came back to volunteer for a week, not for a whole summer. Oh my God, I it was a tough. Oh myself. my God, that it was, was a tough that's week. wow. And like, it feels like I think that's why I do comedy because I started comedy right after this, and it was like, oh, everyone's talking about me. Everyone I know in this whole universe is like, did you hear about Gabe and Tim? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm gonna tell you everything. Like, here's everything. You don't get to like talk behind my back mm -hmm. about what happened to me. Here it is. How we didn't talk about Tim. How 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 long was your friendship? Um, we met sophomore year of college. So we've been friends like, and we lived together. And we like did a bunch of stuff together. So we were like very, very close. Was he a theatery boy? No, but he he was like a sports guy who loved theater. We kind of like matched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um so that was the last conversation. Like like you you said bye. A therapy joke. Yeah. He went home. He went home. I when you saw yeah, we I you called my sister. And she goes, The only thing I remember from that conversation is you repeatedly saying, I'm gonna be fine. But this is what happened. Yeah, <laughs> were you close with your sister in that way already? Yeah, we're pretty close. Yeah, I my the the big breakup I had when I was twenty one. I definitely got closer with my older sisters. Mm. I mean, they're younger than me, but they're the older of my four siblings. Yeah, because and they're really sweet about it. It it was a tough. Our family's not emotionally super uh, sympathetic, but I feel mm. like they they both in that moment knew. I did not need my mom's version of of sympathy. Yeah, you know, listen, my mom, she listens. I love you, but she is a uh, uh, what's the term? Uh, prescribed. She prescribes solutions. Yeah, she, she's prescriptive. Mm -hmm. And and I did not need. I so told you. I listen. told you the thing. She she told me to try to cover me. But she said I had a guy I loved in college. Broke up. I was devastated. Then a year later, we went to dinner, and he reached out for my hand. And sweetheart, I felt nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, to me, that's I such... get what she's saying, but also you're like, it's such a, in the moment you're like, that's so sad. Yeah, that this thing that meant so much to me will one day be like, meh. Yeah, know? 
and truly not necessarily even incorrect, but it was just like not yeah, helpful. Right now. It's not the same way moment. that if I tell my mom, if I'm like, fuck, this day is, is awful. It's the worst day of my life. She's like, I hope so. Yeah. And it's her version of being like, I hope this is the worst day. And it's, it's like all that better lyric, after this. It's like that lyric from Sweeney Todd, where we'll get in theater kids, that, that he, when he's singing that one thing about Joanna, and he's like, I think I miss you less and less as every day goes by. And you're like, it's a very honest thing. You're like, when you lose someone, you're like, where you're like, it is so traumatic at first. And then the sad reality is that it's like, eh, you get, you have to just get used to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, but that's sad. That fact is sad. I remember when my, my sister, uh, Katie went through a breakup in high school and I, I, because my, my parents, I think sometimes don't know how to be sweet. I tried to be that in this moment and she was very emotional, but there's a part of you when you hear like a high schooler, like devastated, you're like, you're gonna get over it. You're gonna be I fine. I promise. Yeah. This was not. Me. Did you even fuck? You're yeah. gonna be fine. You're gonna <laughs> yes. be fine. Yeah. I. But in the moment, it's just like yeah. It's, it's yes, yeah. and it's it, this was a friendship breakup. So it's like people don't it's know. Both. There's no precedent. No. There's not like oh like there's other fish in the sea. It's like no. It's your best friend. <laughs> it's like the person you have in the world. Yeah. So, is there no reconciliation between you and this guy? There. He's here today. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I have to. We may have to cut it. Okay. Okay. But I, I'm gonna. All right, guys. If if there's a leap here, you know why. Um. Whoa! Whoa! If you were to see him, yeah, again in the future, how how do you think that would play out? I think. I think it would be fine. I think there's a part of it where it's like, it's been enough time where it's not like, oh, this happened two years ago and we're yeah. not 80 where it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Where it's like, it's kind of this sweet spot where it's like, hey, like we're both fine. We're both successful in whatever we kind of do. But also like this happened and. Wait, how, how long ago is it now? This happened New Year's 2015. So turning into 2015. So it's been about eight years. Yeah. I think that's, well, you tell me. So, okay. When did he reach out to say, hey, do you want to hang out sometime? How long? Twenty. After? We worked together and didn't really hang out. And then, like, uh, when you say you didn't really hang out, like, would you we say hi? We'd say hello. We'd be cordial. We talk about the kids sometimes. Like, oh, this kid. Yeah, yeah. He's like a whatever. Would you go back and cry? No. It was like it was worse than that. It's it weird. Like it's like yeah. It's, yeah, it's like uh, yeah. Um, and like no social plans together. Different social groups at camp, like kind of separate. I wonder if there's some version. You know, you run to an ex, you might fuck. Just be like, <laughs> oh, we'll have sex with him. What is that with like a friend? Yeah, like, catch. Like one Patreon episode. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Get a couple subs. Come on. One Patreon. One Patreon for all time's sake. Yeah. Uh, you know I love a paywall. <laughs> and then, so he, okay, so you worked together that one summer. Yeah. And then he reached out. And then he reached out in like 2016. Oh, that's pretty soon. To see a concert. And I was like, ah, ah, like I'm not really interested in that. Was then, uh, a question maybe related, yeah. maybe informs what was his, with, her how long like so we can close that loop too at that point yeah. they were still together in 2016 in 2016 since and i say this on stage so i don't mind saying it they uh they broke up and you just know through the vine i found out because two counselors i was hanging out with two counselors and we were playing a board game and like two hours in they're like by the way oh yeah and kate broke up and i was i laughed a lot and I was like, how did you not tell me? How was that not the first what kind of laugh? Was it like a, ah, you flipped the table. <laughs> it was like shock. I am happy now. <laughs> it was shock that they didn't tell me right away. Right. It was like that, like they forgot that I would care. 
Yeah. And it took two hours. Like, like you don't see me. I'm like, oh, my God. How, how long was you? their relationship? How long? If they were together. Several t- years. Okay. Probably like 2018, maybe. So, wow, like, they, okay. they had a big yeah, chunk. Yeah, it was yeah, like a yeah. real relationship. That was a chunk. Yeah. 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 Um, um, and what about her? Any contact with her? No. no. I try to make it. I originally, I called the show a show about friendship because people would come up to me and be like, I hate Kate. And I'd be like, it's not about her. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. about him. So, like, yeah. don't. So, like, it's the right question because people would be like, what happened to her? And I'd be like, well, they broke up and, like, that's as much as I can give. Yeah. But besides that, like, you're like, no, no, no. Like, the loss is the friend. Yeah. You know, it's like, I've dated other people. I don't know if I've had another friendship quite like that one. So, so now, for, this is my, this is my emotion. I'm like, cause this is more, this is totally based off the big breakup I went up, yeah. went through, where, like, I was, like, devastated devastated and then truly so much time had passed that i would say this is just a guess four years ago something where like it really was like a totally different corner of like and and we ended up like you know uh getting lunch and 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 are are friendly now yeah and it's like but it truly was like an emotional difference that i in that moment earlier i would have never perceived you know I, i truly i was like I'll sooner die. I, like I wanted to die. It's that intensity. Yeah. But like it's I reached, Juliet. Yeah. Yeah. And I reached, you know, not the full point my mom said where I'm like, there's nothing. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, I no longer, it no longer is like, oh, this was like uh, someone I was, I was supposed to be with for, for infinity. And it's I'll never like, it's different. Yeah. How do you feel now? I feel. I also wrote a play about that relationship. That's why there's a lot. No, no. There's a lot of like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think I've I've kind of like mourned it and it's like it sucks it'll never it will probably never be that way again. People are like will you ever be his friend again? And I'm like you're going A to C. Sure. Like could we have dinner? Could that could we still have a rapport but just like oh like you live in Florida, we don't have a lot in common. We had our thing. Like a marriage almost that kind of goes wrong. Um yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe until I see him, we like have a conversation. Also, this it's been so it's been so long. I mean, it's you can't just pick up friendships that intensely. I mean, yeah, and I wrote a show about it. Like it's very public. You know, yeah. like there's this added element of like um, people feel a certain way about you, and I try to make them feel like, oh my god, it's just sad more so than like this guy's evil. Yeah, do you feel like the show? You know, when when I wrote the play. There, there's so many details. Honestly, to a point where, as you're dramaturgically, as I was dramaturgically figuring out, it was like, well, we're going to change this, we're going to change that, and I, I never claimed it was like this perfect autobiography thing. Yeah, the names were changed, details were changed, and and by the end, there there was a degree of like, oh, it's a show inspired by true events. Yeah. Do you feel like your show is like a full portrayal? I don't claim it to be journalism, so it's not – I wouldn't be like fact-check every detail of this. But I will say when I did change the names, there was a, oh, this is at an arm's distance. Where like I'm like watching. Mm. Like that's not even me anymore. I was 22. Yeah. It's like a different yeah. version of me. So like it took five days in Scotland for that to happen. In the show, it happens day of because people are just like, I don't care. Sure, sure. Yeah. Tell me what happened. Yeah. If, if he were to see it someday, is there any part that you think he'd go like – Hey, fuck you. Probably, yeah. Um, I'm sure he might object 
to have being so blunt about like the non-apology thing. Like you would say, I would say that's what you did. And also your actions in those years since it's not like a year later, you're like, Hey man, I'm sorry that how that went down. That's like, I wish I could have done that differently. Like, I'm glad we ended up together, but like, I wouldn't have done it in the same way. But like that never happened. There was no like olive branch. It was like, we can move past this, right? We can go to a concert. It's like, no, 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 that's not enough. And was he that kind of guy in general? You think though? I think he's very stubborn and he's very, um, he has his convictions and it's like, (laughs) what you learn at a certain point, it's like everybody's strengths and everybody's weaknesses are like the same thing. It's like the thing that makes him so charismatic and so, um, kind of inspiring to me and like, um, things I was jealous of him of like that assertiveness is also the thing that like ruined my life. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's tricky. It really is tricky. I, yeah, do you, like, do you wonder, like, do you think if he had said it differently in the moment, you could see a world where you would have been okay? I like to think so. I don't know. Yeah. But given my reaction to, like, the non-apology thing, that's the thing that's, like, I've stayed with. And it wasn't, like, like, in, in a perfect world, could he have been, like, could he have waited and been, like, hey, man, I feel this way. I don't know what to do. What do yeah. I do? I like to think I would have been, like, oh, that sucks. But, like, what am I going to tell you not to be in love? Sure. Like, go love somebody. Like, then it's on sure. me. Yeah. <laughs> then it's on me to decide how I'm going to react to it. Yeah. As opposed to like, we did this. We didn't do anything wrong. We're meant to be together. What you had didn't matter. It was short. She didn't even like you that much. Like it was like very minimizing. Yeah. yeah. I think the the only thing that I have to give him credit for is the flying to to see you. It's kind of ballsy. It, it really is. Like now I know if Russell ever says anything shady to me, he's going to text it. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, well, it's nice for you to text me for once. <laughs> Twitter DM. Uh, a Twitter DM. Oh my god. Um. Oh man. You no, want to buy some Bitcoin? No. I, if I if I'm if I'm uh, I don't know the two worst things. If I'm uh, quitting the podcast or having an affair with Tova, um, I will. I'll I'll see you in person. I'll tell you. That's beautiful. See, we're here now, especially now. You know what the fuck I thought I had was which one? Which one would be worse? <laughs> god. I mean, if you, if you start dating Tova, this podcast will get real interesting. You <laughs> need more mics. We, we wouldn't need guests anymore. We'd have enough drama every day. Like, <laughs> we moved in together. Uh, um, well, that's has has. Do you feel like? Do you feel over it? And now you're like, it was so significant. Now you're capturing this moment again. To, to bring back to the play, there was a degree of like. If I had done that play like two years earlier, I would have been crying every night at the end. Yeah. And then by the time I did it, I, I had reached new resolution. I, I was just more fine. Yes. I was more fine about it. And there's just a degree of like, you know, I, I'm not the first to have said this, but you know how they say you see a star and that's what it looked like three years ago or whatever? Because that's oh, it's, yeah. it's like that's what all art is, Yeah. even if you're trying to make it so, so personal. Yeah. I think that's a great analogy. I do feel over it. I will say the way I kind of like set up the show is like my mom gets sick. She's fine. My mom gets sick and I have these bros in my life who are like maybe I'm not as – I don't have as, as personal a relationship with and they kind of don't know what to do when my mom gets sick. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the thing that jumps me into the Tim story, which is like, oh, like I don't really have anybody to talk to this – talk with this about. Yeah. I had a best friend. This is what happened. And so it's like am I over it? Yes, I'd like to think so. Um, and like the bros get there, like, oh, I love them too in their own kind of fucked up way. Um, so I do think there's like 
again, a two years distance. I started working on this in 2019 and like it was bad. Like it sure. wasn't even emotional bad. It was just like, wasn't good. Yeah. Um, and when you work on something a long time, like it starts to become what you want it to be. I'm sure as you know, with your show. Yeah. It never, it never, it was still, it could have been better. Sure. It could have been better. Of course. Well, you can always do, I mean, like, listen, like you can always. Oh, Tova show. would love it. If I said, Hey Tova, guess what? I'm bringing back the play about my ex. And I'll say, and Gabe is the one who told me to do it. Here is his address. Um, you, can't, you can't do one person storytelling. You're successful. You don't have to do this. <laughs> no, but it is a thing with with men. I think it's a. Uh, it can be. I, I had a I had a piece of good news recently, and like I I called my my three the three guys uh, from my sketch team, mm-hmm. and like I could tell you like. They they all were, were able to like give some part in a different way. They they each have like I would say like Chris, our friend Chris, and I think it's because his family is just like just this fully functioning like very emotive system. Like I think he knows exactly how to respond. Mm. I think I called and you not you you did great. I was napping. <laughs> I, 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 I I had I known. Um, I, I wish I could have given you a little more, but I felt but, like. But I understand. I, it's, like listen, it was, I understand. I was calling from an airport. It was. I was in a good enough mood, but it's tough. I don't even know what I'm looking for. I answered. I don't even know what I'm looking for. But like, like Chris was like, yeah, like it, like if he was in public, like he made a scene. Yeah. And and uh, I I think some people you you say and they they go they're like, cool. I don't think I said that. No, I was. Uh, it was my friend Douglas. Oh. <laughs> he was like, "You're gonna be on Kevin Hart's I, I, I LOL I, Network." I, I think I. Was, Douglas is great. I'm not saying Douglas. But I'm saying like I think Douglas and I. I think Douglas and I are probably. We, we have similarities. Yeah, we have we have a certain similarity, and I think like the full. It's 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 not knowing what to. It's just not knowing what to do fully. It's wanting to do it. Mm. Yeah, but it's like yeah. Chris. Chris, I just think like like. He was he was fist pumping like in the middle of the grocery store. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I just think it's because he has a family that communicates. Yeah. and expresses constantly in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I texted after too. I, it was very sweet. So did so did Douglas. I, I feel so Douglas. And that's how you can tell when you get a text after. It's kind of a like, uh, I, I, I here's more. Yeah. 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 It's sweet. Yeah. You all are great. You all are great. <laughs> But it's it's moments like that, good and bad, where you're like, I don't, I didn't even tell my dad yet. Yeah. Because because then he goes, what is that? It, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Explain yeah. that it's a fucking yeah. pain in the ass. Yeah. But uh, uh, all right, let's go on to our next segment. I'm gonna miss my yoga class, but that's fine. It's Tova's birthday today. What are you doing tonight? I got reservations at a restaurant. I got bagels this morning. I apologize. I said to Russell, I said, I thought I was going to get a bunch of bagels. And I was like, I'll bring bagels to the podcast. And then I got to the, the place and it's like, it's not a place that you buy a bunch of bagels. It's two bagels for $50. You think the Jews are cheap? Oh my Go God. buy a bagel wow. at fucking uh, uh, Russ and Daughters and you tell me the Jews are cheap. Russ the the Jews are cheap so we can save money so we can buy fucking bagels in the morning. Okay? <laughs> that's why. Uh, I, so I apologize. No, that's okay. I, uh, let me pay for your lunch. Okay. Well, I'll send you a Venmo. Good. <laughs> Um, um, so, uh, okay. uh, uh, let's go to our, this has got to stop. Yeah. Just say this, your thing. Say it. This has got to stop. Wait, uh, what? You... I, I want you to do the song. Oh, this has got to stop. Um, okay. <laughs> this has got to stop. Um, restaurants, not restaurants. That's not a good enough term. Let, let, let me phrase this correctly. 
Okay. This is going to stop businesses not having red Gatorade. Every business in New York City that I go to has blue or white. Who the fuck is drinking the white Gatorade? Who? We all want red Gatorade. Oh, everyone wants red Gatorade, okay? It, it It's the illusion that we're hydrating, but it's fruit punch. It reminds us of childhood. And every fucking Duncan or... I guess I've been to really bad places, but but everyone has. <laughs> it's the only place you're going. <laughs> Everywhere has blue and white, and I don't even really like blue. But I I wanted something other than my coffee today too, and I, I'm just sick of it. Where is the red Gatorade? Is it because it's so popular? It's sold out. I don't know, but I'm telling you, Gatorade, make more red then, because I don't know what everyone's trying to pawn off the blue and the white and. I'm just frustrated by it. I, I've never seen one person drink the white Gatorade. I can't imagine it tastes good. What flavor is it? it? Exactly. It's white Gatorade. <laughs> it looks like cum mixed with water. It looks it horrible. Is thick. It's thick. It looks like a horrible, horrible, like, it's, is it water? No, it's thicker than water. It doesn't, it's awful. So, anyways, this has got to stop not having red Gatorade. Uh, Very relatable. I'm a yellow Gatorade guy. Mm. Really? Oh, I've no. always been a yellow. I mean, I haven't had Gatorade, but my dad like used to drink. He used to buy like gallons, and he'd drink it. Ugh, <laughs> horrible, horrible things. But like, I love yellow. Blue's fine. I don't like it that much. I want red. Red's classic. Um, my this has got to stop. I why is it? Wait, talk for a second. Hello, hello, hello. My, okay, good, good, good. God, I hate this. Um, my this has got to stop. I watched my this has got to stop people producing documentaries about themselves. Yes. This is garbage. Yes. This is propaganda. Yes. And I always go oh. in and I go like, ooh, I am fascinated by Arnold Schwarzenegger's life. What an interesting life. Three-part documentary, weightlifting, acting, politics. This is a fascinating man. I would love to see it. And like 15 minutes in, you're just like, oh, this is promoting your brand. And and it's you know shots of him smoking cigars and and looking real tense and and like the only like pitfalls are oh I got second place in Mr. Universe and then next year I got number one and you're like what about yeah. he talks about using steroids and then he's just like yeah I use steroids sometimes I'm like I want to hear about did it fuck up your balls did, did, did you did you get mad they show it someone he dated and then just move on I want to hear about how yeah. you became Mr. Universe and said I want to fuck other people sweetheart I want to know about that fight instead they get her for a moment being like yeah he was he was really muscly yeah <laughs> I was smoking a cigar yeah. and he got to this part his fucking he talks about how his dad who abused him uh, his his brother died in a, in a drunk driving accident he he was drunk and then his father died and it's like a week apart and all goes like yeah it, it didn't uh, it didn't affect me it didn't affect me you know nietzsche says uh what doesn't kill you make you stronger for me make me stronger for my brother didn't kill him i love this back to the I mr universe song. pageant and i'm like are you out of your fucking mind and it's in that moment where i'm like this doesn't look good you seem psychotic yeah. here. You seem psychotic the but way that's you have what all of them in different ways are that when you're self-producing or or it's propaganda. Although every single documentary that has come out by about a pop star 
and how hard it is to be a pop star and how they kill themselves over it. They look insane. They're weeping. They're crying. Their bodies are falling apart. And you're like, okay, you're playing a sold out show, Madison Square Garden. Calm down. Like they're like, and I don't. I feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for you. And why are you trying to prove on film to like be like, see how hard I'm working? People eat it up. See how hard Taylor I'm Swift. working. Yes, you saw that psycho. There's a Taylor Swift clip, and like it is a moving clip where it's like her dad. Who I didn't even realize it was dead. You think it's her manager, the way he's talking. Yes. So it was like, was like, don't come out against this governor. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And the mom's like, let her speak. And it's it's like, it's it's great cinema. But there's just a part of you. A of all, you're like, you're not seeing her hitting the assistant. I should be careful. You know, Swifties. You got to be really careful. Swift. We love her. We love her. We love her. Uh, uh, but but the, the second thing is just like, part of it's like, yeah. I get that it's brave to make this decision. Yeah. But you could have made it all along the way. You could have easily come out against this. Like, you brought yourself to this position it, that requires this. It just feels shit. like because it's being filmed, it's just, it, it's the propaganda feeling. Like, where you're like, anytime you feel like you're watching propaganda, you're like, I, I, even if it's like fine or, or like you don't have qualms with it, it feels gross to watch propaganda. And it's, it's whether it's that thing with Taylor Swift or it's Lady Gaga, like, Shaking on a table, like, uh, and I know yeah. she has medical things, but you're like this. It's just this thing where you're like, I, I don't need to see one more thing about how hard it is to be. You can't make a film about yourself. You can't. It's just a rule. <laughs> like you it can't. just, it should like there should be a disclaimer on the top, like like Arnold edited this. Well, the craziest one too recently was that that Bama, that Bama sorority documentary. Have you seen that no, one? No, I haven't. Okay, well, it's, what's crazy about it is it's covering like how the Alabama sorority, this famous sorority in Alabama that's like really hard to get into. It's a whole business around it. So it's basically being like, like, you know, there's people coaching these girls and it's a whole thing. It's a nightmare. It's based on your looks and your, there's weird race things happening in it. Blah, blah, blah. All this to say the, the person making the documentary somewhere along the way decides that it's also about herself at, with alopecia and <laughs> is like, in like halfway through the documentary, she's like, Yes, that's how I felt because I didn't have hair, and you're like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?" Like, and it you're makes twenty eight. No, no, she's like forty. It makes no sense. She's like, these girls are trying to fit in. Like, I tried to fit in when I didn't have hair, and she makes herself like part of the thing. And you're like, "Man, this was not. You have got the wrong thing. You should have started with an alopecia documentary, not <laughs> starting with this thing, and then just being like, I'm not really going to cover that. I'm going to talk about myself. Like, it is really, really crazy. You think she tried pitching that first, and they were like, I don't think anyone cares about this. It's just funny because it, it sneaks in. It's like it's like halfway in, uh, they show you interviewing one of the girls, and, and, and she's like, and the girl says something about, asks kind of about the director's bald head. And you're like, what? Why are, we, why are we watching this part? And then it then it kind of creeps in. Then she's talking about her childhood and wearing a wig, and no one knew she had alopecia and all this whole thing. And you're like, what the fuck does this? And it's all about like she didn't fit in. You're like, no one fits in. I, you could have made a documentary about anything and turned it on yourself because that's what you kind of wanted to do yes. the whole time, didn't you? <laughs> you kind of wanted to do that the whole time, didn't you? <laughs> I, I just think it's indicative of just like. It's just it's phony being personal. It's phony sentimentality, yeah. and it's yeah. getting points for things you shouldn't get points for. And I I I, I hate it. There's a word for it: hagiography. Oh yes, oh. yeah. There's like a to describe what you're talking about. Yeah, is it, it help me define it? Hagiography I, is I like I believe it's like a it's a documentary with like a particular slant to make somebody like sure a certain way. sure or like a 
we got a definition here. I'm, you know. Oh no, oh, sorry. You're texting. I'm looking at my Uber. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm seeing what it, this guy well, cares how about long words. it take me to get. <laughs> Hagography. I trust you though. I think that that's probably definitely what it is. Um, what's your? This has got to stop. This has got to stop. I don't like the way that people talk about Gen Z being on their phones in the sense that they're like, they're all video editors. Every single one of them is has a thousand, thousands of YouTube subscribers and all of them are just like making content constantly. Cause like I work in high school and they're just like, I play chess on my phone. <laughs> like yeah. none of them yeah. are like, like I had one girl who had a slime account with like 300,000 followers in like 2017. And it was like, Whoa, like, Holy cow. Like, and she was like, yeah, my face isn't in them. It's just my hands. <laughs> like, it's like, she just liked slime. Yeah. But like for the most part, I've never met a kid who just like is making shit. And like, wow. they're just teenagers. I think yeah. have, it would be like, it would be like when we were in high school, people were like, millennials are going to be great writers. They're always texting. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, we're yeah. not writing. Any of those generalizations about, uh, about, uh, it's hard. Any of those generalizations about any like age or generational thing. Yeah. It feels so limiting and feels so like, it's hard to not feel certain ways about it. When you see things, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's also anytime you actually say it out loud, you feel so old or you sound mm. so old. Like when I hear someone talking about like Gen Z, I'm like, okay, grandpa. You know, you're like, you're like, because you're like, it, they did the same thing. When people, people, our parents would be like millennials. You're like, you know, or sometimes people still fuck it up and they're still like millennials. Like millennials are 40. Shut the fuck up. We're And broke. We're, we're like, 40 yeah. and broke. And so- it's just one of those things where it sounds so old to, to have any sweeping generalization. Just because we have the words to describe different generations doesn't mean we should use them all to like the time. fight with each other. That is yes. true. The, the fighting of the, you know, we can all agree that boomers are the worst. But, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but like, but, but, but uh, any of those kind of, it's very limiting and boring, I think, mm. that generational stuff. Yeah, but I can, f- I can feel it. That is the crazy I, thing. I can feel, feel certain the, things. the number of times, the, the, every time I hear a Gen Z person say, say the word unalive, <laughs> every time I hear the Set term, something off they you. say unalive. There's something in me. You're right. That like, is one of the worst ones for some reason. And, and there's something in me that goes like, you're incorrect. You are incorrect. You've made this word longer. It means the same thing. It, it, literally, it, it literally is sounds, the same thing. It sounds nicer, which it shouldn't sound They're nice. They're getting around a sensor, right? It's like an algorithm thing? Well, I think it might have started like that. That's my also the other thing where I'm like, I think this is because so your TikTok could go viral and not get the sound taken off. Yeah, it's so not China, a moral decision. you could be approved yeah. by China. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I think yeah, but there is something about it where you're like, no, it, it it's a that term, you know. I don't know. Well, you say you still say the f word, and I always say don't. <laughs> and you go, you fucking millennial. That's what we cut out before. You fucking millennial. <laughs> By the way, that skip that we had that had nothing yeah. to do. Just I went on a slur spree. <laughs> you know, slur spree. Classic Russell. Um. Uh. Uh. Do. Oh. Uh, do you have a do the blessing song, please? Um, You've got to count your blessing. You didn't even get the words. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, let me try it, and then and then I'm gonna make you do it, Gabe. So listen, because you you require boy. Uh, oh, I don't know if I can. <clears throat> you better count your blessing, yeah. Gabe. Uh, you better count your blessings. I tried my best. That was your replaced. <laughs> uh, I, 
Do you have a blessing, Russell? Yes. Uh, actually, my blessing is Tova. You know, it's her birthday, but not. I'm not blessing her because of her birthday. That's exciting for her. But um, uh, she's been so helpful in the, doing this thing, this, this process, and uh, I think it'll be way past it. Uh, this comes well, out. whatever. But uh, she's been so helpful because. You know, without her, I would have given up a million times on certain things. And uh, it's been so helpful to have someone be like, here's this, you know, and it's like you keep being like, I, there's nothing there. You know, like like yeah. without someone like that, you it, I could see myself in a vacuum being like quitting on so many of the things I would like. So that's been very helpful. And I'm very grateful for her in that. Yeah, I'll say with, with Tova, aside from being an excellent excellent manager of course she's just very comedically talented yes and can like yes there's few people in in the business who could who could really talk to you from a point where she could she could easily be a writer yeah she could easily be a creative yes and, uh, uh that's really great yeah and yeah and you you it's helpful to have someone that you really trust in that role where you're like you know more than other people where you're just like like i really fully trust you to help guide it so yeah, yeah. Um, my blessing is very specific. Uh, I I headlined uh, the the comic strip in Ed, Edmont, Ed, Edmonton, Canada, and there's a manager there. The manager's name is Dino, and I think he's been there from like the beginning. Great name, just like a, a dude. He, he 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 like I lost the keys to the condo. He brought them to me. Brought them to me. That's blessing number one. But he he makes the drinks. He kind of runs a lot of stuff, and he he loves to prank and and. I'm at least I'm fine enough where I'm not like terrified, but like there were two things. I was wearing shorts. I'm, I've started wearing shorts on stage, and I'm not going back. Love it. Oh my and, god! Uh, Summer one, maybe. He like pulled me. A, he like said, "Come out in the hallway real quick," and I had that feeling of like, "Oh." And he told all the other like comics to get out of the hallway so we could talk. And he said, "Okay, two things. One, you could see your when you put your foot on the stool, they, you your penis was visible." <laughs> and he said, "Like the mouse came out of the house," and part of me like. Part of me was like, there's no, there's no way. The mouse came there's out no of the house. The mouse came out of the house is what he said. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way. There's no way. But I was nervous. And I like was looking. I was I went to the point I was looking at my shorts. You like, like putting a mirror? I don't think like, so. I don't think the mouse came out of the house. And then the the host looked very young and he joked about being very young and and I did. It's a cheap shot, but I said, uh, give it up for him. It was his make a wish to open for the show. Blah, blah, blah. And he came and he said, he, just so you know, he did have a cancer diagnosis when he was six, and he is an actual Make-A-Wish kid. So just, you know, when he came off stage, he looked a little bit rattled uh, that you had said that. And again, like, part of me was like... It so much funny. He was like, just so you know, he is dying of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> this is his final set. And part of me knew it wasn't, but he, he truly did it so convincingly that I I had to later go up to this kid and ask oh him. Oh, my God. Wow. That's so funny. And I asked him. And uh, uh, he did. he did not. I have cancer for it. Do you know? Do you know? Classic. Great, but just like, just, just, uh, uh, had, had character, funny, and when it was, when it mattered, when I needed the key to the condo because I lost it, delivered. Yeah. Showed up. Um, Show up. That's a big thing. Do you have a blessing other than your friend Tim? Yeah, my friend Tim and my show. Um, my blessing is I have, um, I have two, uh, two friends right now. And one of them um, got like uh, gastric bypass surgery, 
and the other one got diagnosed with diabetes. And so, like, the two people I hang out with the most and, like, get dinner with are now just, like, on a strict, like, very regimented diet. Oof. And it kind of feels like I'm, like, the last guy doing heroin <laughs> where I'm, like, yeah, like, you guys don't want pizza? And they're, like, nope. Yeah. Um, and I am really grateful for them just, like, like the, it's kind of, like, inspiring. You're, like, oh, you guys are both, like, changing your lives in a way that, like, yeah. needed to happen. Like, was was it was time. And they're different, but I'm each watching them like grow, and I'm like, this is cool. Or not grow. <laughs> I'm watching them shrink, um, but like, um, be disciplined in a way that where I'm like, oh shit, like that's more discipline than I'm being. Like you guys are amazing. Oh my god, we had Sam Morrison on, and like, I I've never had like a close friend with diabetes, but you hear about it, and you're like, god damn, this is complicated. Yeah, it's god really hard. Damn, this is complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's that's good. Shout out to them. Uh, something we do for our Patreon members, patreon.com slash downside. We're going to flash your names across the screen. Um, uh, while Russell reads, I think, two jokes here. We have a lot of patrons right now. Uh, uh, this is from Jackie's Jokes, the ultimate collection from Jackie Martling. Uh, uh, so read this one first. Again, if you want to join the Patreon, you get your name on the YouTube, patreon.com slash downside. Russell. McDonald goes to hell, and he's met by the devil. The devil says the punishments are changed every thousand years. You have your choice of three rooms. The first room has a young guy strapped to a pole being whipped. The next room has a middle-aged guy being tortured with fire. The third room has an old guy chained to the wall getting a blow job from a pretty blonde. McDonald says, I'll take the third room. The devil taps the blonde on the shoulder and says, okay, miss, you can stop. This guy's replacing you. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, hey. Homophobic we, undertones to that one. Um, wait, uh, let me just see this. Um, do, do you know any street jokes? Um, my favorite is, uh, uh, how do you get a nun pregnant? How? You fuck her. <laughs> hey. All right, let's do one more. Okay, what the fuck? This is hard. Schmidlap, Stukowski, and Washington are arguing about who has the biggest dick. They go out on the observation deck of the Empire State Building and hang them over. Schmidlap says, check it out. This beauty reaches down to the 68th floor. Stokowski says, that ain't nothing. This baby's dangling down past the 34th floor. They look over and see Washington doing a jig, jumping back and forth. Schmidlap yells over, what the hell you doing? Washington says, dodging traffic. <laughs> you don't get it? I don't get it. His dick is so long, it's gone all the way to the street. So he's got to jump around to make oh. sure it doesn't hit the car. <laughs> I just feel like, what are the chances? Yeah, I, don't, I just don't really understand that one. <laughs> What do you mean you don't understand it? It's a, it's a, it's a lot of dicks. it's a lot of it's a lot of like maneuvering in your mind to like make it all make sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a huge cock. They're on the Empire State Building. It's too tall. No one's cock is that big. <laughs> it's it's so heightened that I, I can't even I can't even connect to it at all. It's heightened, it's lengthened. Yeah. It's, it's everything. Um so this this uh this episode this is a great episode. Uh uh this episode is coming out uh July 25th. What would you like to plug Russell? Come see Titanic the musical at the Dale Roth Theater and follow me on Instagram at, at Russell J Daniels. Uh Gabe anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh it comes out the 25th, the 27th in Washington DC. I'm doing the show at Union Stage, uh which is like a theater and then 
September 20th at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. So come see Solo. Oh, yeah, we'll put links in the bio. For me, guys, I'm at, I'm at JFL right now. I'll be headlining. This is in Montreal uh, tonight at 10.30 p.m. on a Tuesday, also known as Primetime for Comedy. <laughs> uh, Russell and I will be doing a oh, live yeah. podcast taping in Montreal for JFL the 26th at 2.30 p.m. Yes, Guest tomorrow. Guest is announced tomorrow. I'll be headlining again the 28th. Uh, Vancouver, I'll be there the weekend after that. August 10th in Atlanta. August 11th through 12th in Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, again, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash downside. And um, as my mom would say, no matter how much pain you may be feeling, be comforted by the fact that one day you'll feel nothing. This is the downside. Downside. You're listening to The Downside, the Downside. with John Marco Cerezi.